What's up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. And as you can see, I do not have a guest today. I'm rolling solo. Um, I do have some awesome guests coming up that I'm really excited about, and I hope you are as well. Um, some return guests to talk about some really interesting topics. Um, don't want to go into too much detail right now, but some would consider it controversial, let's say. Um, part of it relates to like the UFC, for example, um, no longer considering THC a banned substance. Um, so we'll talk about that as it relates to some other sports. I'm really excited to have some other guests on, um, an old college and high school, uh, running buddy who, uh, is now a PhD and we'll talk a little bit about athletes and leadership and, um, uh, all of that. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be 2020 is going to be a pretty solid year. So a lot of that will will be throughout the rest of this month. And then we'll be able to kick off some more stuff next year. So hope y'all are as pumped about that as I am. So today I wanted to cover the idea of when it comes to nutrition, are calories king or do you not have to worry about that and just focus on hormones? So this has been a topic that I myself have struggled with and, and really tried to learn as much as possible about. So back way back in 2013, uh, I had finished up grad school in 2011, but I was still kind of in what I'd consider academic mode. I, I really wanted to continue staying in uh, I wanted to continue to stay a student. The, the goal was to go back and get my PhD, so I didn't want to get lazy with regards to writing and reading research. Um, I wanted to make that transition back into school as seamless as possible. So one way to do that was uh, to start writing a book. So I wrote a book back in 2013. That's when I finished it. I called it Hormonal Nutrition. And the, enti the entire concept was your hormones are essentially the driver, right? Like if your body's a car, the driver that's controlling where the car's going, when it starts, when it stops, when you turn, etc. That's all your hormones, specifically your metabolic hormones. So the big ones are like insulin, glucagon, testosterone, IGF-1, uh, cortisol, um, things like that. So at the time I wasn't adept enough at coaching my clients how to set up their calorie goals, how to track their calorie intake, and then how to program their macronutrients. So since I knew it wasn't within my scope of practice, let's say at the time, I wasn't competent enough to coach my, my clients how to do that, I needed to come up with a better way or uh, or a useful tool, useful way to still allow them to achieve the results that they wanted when it comes to both aesthetics and the way they looked, but also uh, athletically. So in order to provide this information, I was like, all right, I've got to scour the research. I've got to understand how to manipulate the body and how to kind of take over that driving position in the car. In other words, manipulate the hormones. So 
I wrote hormonal nutrition because there's, if you're looking at things not from the calorie perspective, but from this other perspective, you can actually dictate your metabolic rate to a greater degree by, by understanding how all of these hormones work. So I covered, I think it was 12, 12 meta, metabolically influential hormones. And then what they do, what they're responsible for, how they interact in your body and what their, what their functions are. And then specific foods, specific supplements, and specific activities that have influence over those hormones. So, uh, for example, uh, if you want to increase insulin sensitivity because let's say you're worried about working the body's outworking towards uh, pre-diabetes or insulin sensitivity issues you can inc increase your exercise intensity and that will help you can decrease the total amount of carbohydrate in your diet and you can uh, you can take apple cider vinegar like a, a tablespoonful of apple cider vinegar right before you have a high uh, complex carbohydrate meal and all of those will improve insulin sensitivity so there's things like that so is applying that sort of pattern or concept to uh, all of these metabolically influential hormones and I found that to be really helpful for my clients um, personally I like learning about it so just because I'm you know kind of a nerd that way but um, that was my attempt to help my clients and, and kind of go down that route. So probably four or five years ago, I kind of, I didn't change my perspective. I, I understood better how to coach and how to uh, figure out somebody's calorie needs and how to get them to live at maintenance, um, how to track how to program out your macros. Um, and when I was able to do that, I didn't just throw the whole hormonal side out and just say, all right, baby, with the bath water, it's all going out. Um, I tried to incorporate the two together. So a lot of times there's this whole dichotomy where a lot of people are now saying calories don't matter because calories are an, an outdated way of tracking food. And I think that's too simplified because calories are a very valuable way. It's the best way we have right now. So is it perfect? No, nothing's perfect, unfortunately. So, but there's this camp that says calories don't matter. And they tend to say that all that matters is your hormones. And you just need to either eat low carb or eat keto, or it tends to be very uh, one macronutrient driven when they say that calories don't matter, which I think is kind of funny, but anyway. All that to say, you can be on that side of the spectrum or you can be on the other side of the spectrum that says calories are all that matter. And it doesn't matter what you're, essentially what you're programming with regards to your macronutrients because calories are king. And I don't, just like everything else in life, I don't think the extremes should dictate uh, what we consider uh, not only what's practical, but honestly what's true. So. Both things can be true at the same time. So a popular uh, political commentator says that a lot. Two things can be true at the same time. Um, so when it comes to calories and eating to 
manage your hormones, I think it's, they're not mutually exclusive. They can both be true. So all that to say, if you're generally aware of what your calorie needs are, then, and you're generally aware of how to eat to elicit hormonal effects, then you probably don't have to be as strict with knowing your specific calorie intake and knowing your specific macronutrient intake. I think you have a lot more wiggle room because then you can understand or then you can kind of utilize the tool of, oh, I can manipulate these specific hormones this way to get this specific result, metabolically speaking. So you don't have to track everything. So I think probably in the end, the healthiest way to live is not by tracking every single thing you eat. In the same way that uh, I don't think it's healthy to not track anything, right? So the best way is probably down the middle of that road, right? Ambrose, my mentor, good buddy, he says, you don't want to be in a ditch over here and you don't want to be in a ditch over here. You want to be on the road. So if we're on the road and if we're in the correct lane, then... Now we're getting into this idea of intuitive eating, right? So that's kind of what I consider the middle of the road where you're tracking during certain times of the year, let's say, and you're not tracking at other times. And when you are tracking, there's times where you're being really strict and maybe there's times where you're not being so strict. So if you're thinking about things long-term, most people want to look a little better during the summer, right? So maybe you're tracking a little more strictly in uh, the spring so that you're at a aesthetics, uh, <laughs> so that you look the way you want to when you're going to the beach or you're going on vacation, let's say. Um, I don't think that's necessarily vain. Um, even if it is, that's human nature, I think. So yeah, it's one of those things. Anyway, if you have this understanding of, I've got this tool over here that's calorie counting, and I've got this tool over here that's eating specific things or doing specific things or supplementing with specific things to, to influence my hormones. When you can combine those two, you don't have to only follow the tenets of one or the other. And that gives you freedom, that gives you flexibility, that gives you a lot of wiggle room, and that allows you to deal with with life essentially without having to be extremely structured, right? Too much structure can lead to tyranny and not, not enough structure can lead to chaos. So you want to be able to, you know, to withstand both essentially, or to, to prevent the excesses of both. And I think the best way to do that is by understanding, you know, both camps. So all that to say, bit of a plug. I'm almost finished. I've been saying this forever. I'm actually finished with the actual edits for my new, uh, my new book, which I'm calling The Self-Reliant Diet, and it's simple and scientific calorie and macro tracking, and that's this end of the spectrum. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I've also just finished earlier this morning editing, uh, re-editing and updating uh, hormonal nutrition. So I'm really pumped, I'm thinking probably January uh, I'll be able to uh, provide both for sale on my website, which I'm really pumped about. So uh, all I have to do at this point is 
formatting and uh, maybe some illustrations or um, I, I need a cover photo. Uh, Got to have the book cover. So at that point, at this point, sorry, it's basically all I have left. So I hope y'all are excited about that just to, to see my perspective looking at things, looking at both of these camps and trying to combine them as much as possible. I used to think, like I said, that you know, one side was better than the other, and and at times I've kind of bounced back and forth, but really at the end of the day, when you have a firm, practical grasp of both sides, uh, you have a lot of tools at your disposal, and you can achieve a lot more tasks and get the and get whatever jobs done when you have a lot of tools. But if all you have is a hammer, then everything's a nail. And if all you're doing is focusing on calories, then you're at risk of, of putting yourself in a position where things might be too strict and you may not have enough leeway, you may not have enough flexibility to do things uh, in a way that allows you to be sustainable and vice versa. If you're not tracking anything and everything is about manipulating hormones, what if you're in a really you're in a calorie deficit and you don't know it and you're trying to gain weight? Sorry, it's not going to happen. Or vice versa, you're trying to lose weight and all you're doing is trying to manipulate your hormones. You're not tracking your calories and you're in a huge calorie surplus and the scale continues to go up and you're doing everything right based off how your hormones should be working. You got to have both. So anyway, that's that. Hope y'all enjoyed that. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to me. I love uh, discussing this and I'm excited for uh, what 2020 will bring. I hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving and going into the rest of the holiday season. I hope everybody uh, enjoys time with family and friends and yeah, gets to enjoy hopefully a little time off work. So, alrighty y'all. Take care and we will see you next time. Adios.